and welcome to the Peaceful Pastures podcast, finding peace in the pastures, spending 10 minutes each day with your shepherd. I am Pastor Daniel Lewig, and this podcast is brought to you by Christ Countryside Ministries, the regional ministries of St. John's Hill Point, Trinity Lime Ridge, and Bethlehem Richland Center. Today begins our next week of study in the book of Genesis. For first-time listeners, this podcast studies four chapters of Genesis for four days each week. Listening to the word, capturing the context, putting yourself in the narrative, and applying the word to your life. On day one, we let the word speak. We try not to bring any preconceived pictures or thoughts into our heads and just listen to the word. And as you listen, make a mental or paper note about what struck you or stood out to you, what confused you or what wowed you. And most importantly, allow yourself to listen at the foot of your shepherd. To prepare ourselves to listen to God's word, we begin with a short prayer. Heavenly Father, these things are written that we may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing we may have life in his name. Amen. Genesis chapters 33 through 36. Jacob looked up, and there was Esau coming with 400 men. Jacob divided the children into groups with Leah and Rachel and with the two maids. He put the maids and their children in front, Leah and her children next, and Rachel and Joseph at the end. He himself crossed over the stream ahead of the others and bowed to the ground seven times as he approached his brother. Esau ran to meet him, embraced him, hugged him around the neck, and kissed him. They both wept. Then Esau looked up and saw the women and children and asked, Who are these people with you? Jacob said, The children whom God has graciously given your servant. Then the maids came forward with their children, and they bowed low. Leah and her children also came forward and bowed low. After them, Joseph came forward with Rachel, and they bowed low. Esau said, What did you mean by this whole camp that I met? Jacob said, To gain favor in the sight of my Lord. Esau said, I have enough, my brother. Keep what is yours. Jacob said, No, if I have now found favor in your sight, then please accept the gift from my hand, because when I saw your face, it was like seeing the face of God, now that you have accepted me. Please accept the gift that I brought you, because God has dealt graciously with me, and because I have everything I need. He urged him, and he accepted it. Esau said, Let us get going on our journey, and I will lead the way for you. Jacob said to him, My Lord knows that the children are still young, and that my flocks and herds are nursing their young, and if the herdsmen drive them too hard for even one day, all the flocks will die. Please let my Lord go ahead of his servant, and I will follow slowly at the right pace for the livestock and the right pace for the children, until I come to my Lord and sire. Esau said, Please let me leave some of my people with you. But he said, Why? 
Just let me find favor in the sight of my Lord. So Esau set out that day on his way back to Sire. Jacob traveled to Succoth, built a house for himself, and made shelters for his livestock. That is why he that is why that place is called Succoth. When he returned from Padan Aram, Jacob came in peace to the city of Shechem, which is in the land of Canaan, and he camped in front of the city. He bought the piece of land where he pitched his tent from the descendants of Hamor, the father of Shechem, for one hundred pieces of silver. He erected an altar there and called it El Elohe Israel. Dinah, Jacob's daughter by Leah, went out to see the young women of the land. Shechem, the son of Hamor the Hivite, the chief of that part of the land, saw her and took her, lay down with her and humiliated her. He had a strong desire for Dinah, the daughter of Jacob, and he was in love with the young woman and spoke tenderly to her. Shechem spoke to his father Hamor, saying, Get me this young woman as a wife. When Jacob heard that Shechem had defiled his daughter Dinah, his sons were out in the field with his livestock. So Jacob kept quiet about it until they came back. Hamor, the father of Shechem, came to talk with Jacob. The sons of Jacob came in from the field when they heard about it. The men were shocked by the outrage, and they were very angry, because he had disgraced Israel by lying down with Jacob's daughter, a thing that should not be done. Hamor spoke with them. He said, My son Shechem has a deep longing for your daughter. Please give her to him as a wife. Intermarry with us. Give your daughters to us, and take our daughters for yourselves. You may live among us, and the land will be open to you. Live in it, conduct trade, and acquire property in it. Shechem said to her father and to her brothers, Let me find favor in your eyes, and whatever you ask from me I will give. No matter how great a bride price and gift you demand, I will give it. Just give me the young woman as a wife. The sons of Jacob answered Shechem and his father Hamor deceitfully, because Shechem had defiled this, their sister Dinah. They said to them, We cannot do this, giving our sister to a man who is uncircumcised. That would be a disgrace to us. Only on this condition will we consent to your offer, if all your males become circumcised as we are. Then we will give our daughters to you, and we will take your daughters for ourselves, and we will live with you, and we will become one people. But if you do not accept our terms and undergo circumcision, then we will take our sister and we will be gone. Their offer pleased Hamor and Hamor's son Shechem. The young man did not delay acting on it because he was delighted with Jacob's daughter, and he was the most important of all the household of his father. Hamor and his son Shechem came to the gate of their city and discussed this with the men of their land and trade in it. They said, These men want peace with us, so let them live in the land and trade in it. Look, the land is large enough for them. Let us take their daughters as wives for ourselves, and let us give them our daughters. Only on this condition will the men agree to live with us and to become one people with us, if every male among us is circumcised as they are circumcised. Won't all their livestock, all their possessions, and all their animals become ours? So let's accept their offer, so that they will settle among us. Everyone who assembled at the gate of his city listened to Hamor and to Shechem his son. So all the males who assembled at the gate of the city were circumcised. 
Then on the third day, when they were still sore, two of Jacob's sons, Simeon and Levi, Dinah's brothers, each took his sword, attacked the unsuspecting city, and killed all the males. They killed Hamor and Shechem, his son, with the edge of the sword. They took Dinah out of Shechem's house and left. Jacob's sons then came to the dead bodies and looted the city because their sister had been defiled. They took their flocks, their herds, their donkeys, everything that was in the city, everything that was in the countryside, and all their wealth. They took all their little ones and their wives as captives. They looted everything that was in the houses. Jacob said to Simeon and Levi, You have ruined me. You have made me stink to the inhabitants of the land among the Canaanites and the Perizzites. I am few in number. They will gather themselves together against me and attack me, and I will be destroyed, I and my household. But they said, Should he have treated our sister like a prostitute? God said to Jacob, Get up and go to Bethel and live there. Make an altar there for God, who appeared to you when you fled from the presence of Esau your brother. Then Jacob said to his household and to all who were with him, Throw away your foreign gods that are among you, purify yourselves, and change your clothing. Let us get up and go to Bethel. I will make an altar there for God, who answered me in the day when I was in trouble, and who has been with me wherever I have traveled. They gave Jacob all the foreign gods that were in their possession and the rings that were in their ears, and Jacob hid them under the terebinth tree that was near Shechem. They set out, and terror from God fell on the cities that were around them, so they did not pursue Jacob's sons. So Jacob came to Luz, that is Bethel, which is in the land of Canaan, he and all the people who were with him. He built an altar there and named the place El Bethel, because God had been revealed to him there when he fled from the presence of his brother. Deborah, who was Rebekah's nurse, died, and she was buried under the oak below Bethel. So the place was named Alon Bakuth. God appeared to Jacob again after he had come from Padam Aran, and he blessed him. God said to him, Your name is Jacob, but your name will not be Jacob anymore. Your name will be Israel. So he named him Israel. God said to him, I am God Almighty. Be fruitful and multiply. A nation and a community of nations will descend from you, and kings will come from your body. The land that I gave to Abraham and Isaac, I will also give to you, and I will give the land to your descendants after you. God left him in the place where he had spoken with him, and Jacob set up a memorial in the place where God had spoken with him. It was a memorial stone. He poured out a drink offering on it and poured oil on it. Jacob named the place where God spoke with him Bethel. Then they traveled from Bethel. As they were coming close to Ephrath, Rachel went into labor. She was experiencing hard labor. And while she was in hard waver, the midwife said to her, Don't be afraid, for now you will have another son. Then as her life was slipping away, for she was dying, she named her son Benoni, but his father named him Benjamin. So Rachel died and was buried on the way to Ephrath, that is Bethlehem. Jacob set up a memorial stone on her grave. It is the marker for Rachel's tomb to this day. 
Israel traveled on and pitched his tent beyond Migdal at Eder. While Israel lived in that region, Reuben went and lay down with Bilhah, his father's concubine, and Israel heard about it. Jacob had twelve sons. The sons of Leah were Reuben, Jacob's firstborn, Simeon, Levi, Judah, Issachar, and Zebulun. The sons of Rachel were Joseph and Benjamin. The sons of Bilhah, Rachel's maid, were Dan and Naphtali. The sons of Zilpah, Leah's maid, were Gad and Asher. These are the sons of Jacob who were born to him in Padan Aram. Jacob came to his father Isaac at Mamre near Kiriath Arba, which is Hebron, where Abraham and Isaac had resided as aliens. The days of Isaac's life were 180 years. Isaac breathed his last and died. He was gathered to his people. He had lived a long, full life. Esau and Jacob, his sons, buried him. Now this is the account about the descendants of Esau, that is, Edom. Esau took Canaanite women as his wives. They were Ada, the daughter of Elon the Hittite, and Oholibamah, the daughter of Anna and granddaughter of Zibion the Hivite. He also married Basemuth, Ishmael's daughter, the sister of Nebaioth. Ada gave birth to Eliphaz for Esau. Basemuth gave birth to Reuel. Oholibamah gave birth to Yeush, Jalem, and Korah. These are the sons of Esau who were born to him in the land of Canaan. Esau took his wives, his sons, his daughters, and all the members of his household, along with his livestock, all his animals, and all the possessions that he had accumulated in the land of Canaan. And he went into another land, away from his brother Jacob. Their herds were too large for them to stay together, and the land where they had settled could not support both of them because of their livestock. So Esau lived in the hill country of Sire. Esau is another name for Edom. This is the account about the descendants of Esau, who was the founding father of Edom in the hill country of Sire. The following are the names of Esau's sons, Eliphaz, the son of Esau's wife, Ada, and Reuel, the son of Esau's wife, Basemuth. The sons of Eliphaz were Taman, Omar, Zepho, Gatam, and Kenaz. Timnah was the concubine of Esau's son, Eliphaz, and she gave birth to Amalek for Eliphaz. These are the grandsons of Esau's wife, Ada. The following are the sons of Reuel, Nahath, Zerah, Shammah, and Mizah. These were the grandsons of Esau's wife, Basemuth. The following were the sons of Esau's wife, Aholabamah, the daughter of Anah, the granddaughter of Zibion. She gave birth to Jeush, Jalem, and Korah for Esau. The following are the chiefs of the clans of the descendants of Esau. From the descendants of Eliphaz, the firstborn of Esau, they were Chief Taman, Chief Omar, Chief Zepho, Chief Kenaz, Chief Korah, Chief Gatam, and Chief Amalek. These are the chiefs who descended from Eliphaz in the land of Edom. These are the descendants of Ada. The following are the descendants of Esau's son Raul, Chief Nahath, Chief Zerah, Chief Shammah, and Chief Mizah. These are the chiefs who descended from from Reuel and the land of Edom. These are the descendants of Esau's wife, Basemuth. The following are the descendants of Esau's wife, Oholibamah. 
Chief Jeus, Chief Jalem, and Chief Korah. These are the chiefs who came from Esau's wife, Aholabama, daughter of Anah. These are the descendants of Esau, that is Edom, and these are their chiefs. The following are the sons of Sair, the Horite, who lived in the land. Lotan, Shobal, Zibion, Anah, Dishan, Ezer, and Dishan. These are the chiefs who descended from the Horites, the descendants of Sire, in the land of Edom. The sons of Lotan were Hori and Haman. Lotan's sister was Timnah. The following are the sons of Shobal, Alvan, Manath, Ebal, Shepho, and Onam. The following are the sons of Zibion, Ayah and Anah. This is the Anah who discovered the hot springs in the wilderness as he was feeding the donkeys of Zibion his father. The following are the descendants of Anah, Dishan and Aholabama, the daughter of Anah. The following are the sons of Dishan, Hemdan, Eshban, Ithran, and Cheran. The following are the sons of Ezer, Bilhan, Zaavan, and Akan. The following are the sons of Dishan, Uz, and Aran. The following are the chiefs who descended from the Horites, Chief Lotan, Chief Shobal, Chief Zibion, Chief Anah, Chief Dishan, Chief Azer, and Chief Dishan. These are the chiefs who came from the Horites according to their chiefdoms in the land of Sire. The following are the kings who reigned in the land of Edom before any king reigned over the people of Israel. Bela, son of Beor, reigned in Edom. The name of his city was Dinhabah. Bela died, and Joab, son of Zerah of Bozrah, reigned in his place. Joab died, and Hushan of the land of the Temanites reigned in his place. Hushan died, and Hadad, son of Badad, who struck Midian in the territory of Moab, reigned in his place. The name of his city was Avith. Hadad died, and Shamlah of Masakra reigned in his place. Samla died, and Shaol of Rehoboth by the river reigned in his place. Shaol died, and Balaam Hanan, son of Akbor, reigned in his place. Baal Hanan, son of Akbor, died, and Hadad reigned in his place. The name of his city was Pa'au. His wife's name was Mehetabel, the daughter of Matred, the daughter of Mehazab. The following are the names of the chiefs who came from Esau, listed according to their clans, their territory, and their names. Chief Timnah, Chief Alva, Chief Jeheth, Chief Aholabama, Chief Ela, Chief Pinan, Chief Kenaz, Chief Teman, Chief Mizbar, and Chief Magdil, and Chief Aram. These are the chiefs of Edom, according to the territory they inhabited and the land they possessed. Edom is another name for Esau, the father of the Edomites. This wraps up today's podcast. We invite you to join in next time and take the opportunity to share our podcast with someone in your life who could use some peace in the pastures. You can find our podcast on all major podcasting platforms. If you have any questions, feel free to contact us at Christ Countryside Wells, W-E-L-S, at yahoo.com. Our podcast is brought to you by Christ Countryside Ministries, the regional ministry of St. John's Hill Point, Trinity Lime Ridge, and Bethlehem Richland Center. Music used with permission from Koine, part of their soundtrack to Oh That the Lord Would Guide My Ways. 
You can find their music on iTunes and many other online musical stores. Scripture used in this podcast is from the Evangelical Heritage Version, used with permission from the Wartburg Project. This is Pastor Daniel Lewig wishing you God's richest blessings on your day.